welcome to Road to Billions podcast, the mentality of an entrepreneur, with your host, Moise Bertrand. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is your host, Moise Bertrand, the Road to Billions podcast, and I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in on the podcast. You know, right now it's 5.45 a.m., and um, I couldn't sleep. You know, I went to sleep from... 6 p.m. in the afternoon, and I woke up at 3 a.m., around like 3.49 a.m., and I'm trying to, like, fight myself to go to sleep, and I'm like, it ain't it ain't working. I'm not even going to try to do that to myself. I feel like I owed it to you guys to come on the podcast, make an episode, and get that to you guys because I haven't dropped any podcast episodes for the last couple of weeks. Um, I've been so much, like, under stress a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, with just rehabs and just, you know, organizing projects and things of that such, finishing deadlines and getting things done. So give me grace a little bit. I apologize to all my viewers, all my listeners, because people have been asking me, am I okay? I'm okay, you guys. <laughs> I just feel like, um, you know, every creator, every business owner, anybody, you know, who has anything going on for themselves, which is everybody, should take some time away, you know, to focus on their priorities and my priorities at the time, which is making sure I take care of home and the properties. Um, you know, not to keep you guys too, too long, but real estate, you know, I'm always going to preach real estate to you guys. I'm always going to tell you guys, you know, some things I know about real estate and, you know, some other ways you guys could probably objectively get into it without needing any money and getting your foot in the door, um, thinking outside the box per se. There's many ways to get into real estate, you know, and there's many various ways. So my way of just telling you guys isn't just one shoe fits all. You get me? People are going to add their own lingo, own style to it. Do what you want to do with it. But if I was trying to get into real estate, you know, with no mentor, with no money, I would first and foremost become a home inspector. And a lot of people don't understand this industry is so lucrative, you guys. Just to give you a few numbers, I pay home inspectors between $200 and $550 for a 10-minute walkthrough of a home that I already know. You know, it's not like I don't have my inspection license, which I don't, or certificate, but they're certified to make the decision of the home, and it only takes them 10 minutes. Any real estate investor could look at their home and tell you exactly what needs to be done. Inspectors, they go into a little more depth. You know, the years, you know, the, is, it, is it mild? Is it average? Is it high risk? You know, those little spectrums, they kind of judge every part of your home. So they give you a more detailed report. But then again, it's nothing, it's nothing too crazy to like do. You know, it's nothing too hard. It's nothing too sophisticated. And you will get paid doing this. So I had a friend who, still a friend of mine, you know, shout out to them. He has a home inspection business out in California. And he works with, with mortgage lenders and all that good stuff. And I didn't really think too much about it because I'm like, oh, he's a home inspector. He probably works, you know, for a company or nothing like that. And he was giving me a breakdown. He was like, no, I don't work for a company. I'm an independent contractor in which loan companies, which is mortgage companies or realtor companies, real estate agents, um, appraisals, they will all reach out to me in order to sufficiently do a home inspection business. You know, they'll either pay me through a third party or they'll put a bid out and I'll take the bid or someone will pay me personally just to take care of a, um, a home inspection. And I was asking him, I'm like, how much do you make out in Cali doing home inspections? You know, he was like, well, it's a different market, which is, which is, you know, obviously true. But he makes around $635 per home inspection. 
and he has a person who goes through the home inspection for him. He pays them their 200 and he keeps the 400 and some change. And he says he does around like 20 houses a week. 20 houses a week he does that. And, you know, I was like, man, that's that's crazy. <laughs> you feel me? Because you don't really think about things like that. You know, first thing first, people think about becoming a realtor. People think about becoming um, a lawyer or um, a mortgage broker. And those are great things to become in real estate. But if you really want to get yourself into the door and really see the whole aspect of real estate, home inspection is going to be your first thing because it's so versatile. You know, you could take your home inspection experience, go get certified in another state and go do the same thing and even open your own business or even work for like HUD housing, you know, Section 8, or you work for the homeless shelter because they also give, um, you know, vouchers, you know, homeless shelters get vouchers, hospitals get vouchers, clinics get vouchers. And when they have these vouchers be given out to the landlords or whatever company you're paying out for the resident to live in, they have to have a home inspection on site. They have to have it done just because it's going through the government and they have to make sure whoever's living in the house is insured safety. So when you are in these programs as a home inspector, you just you just grabbing money from all areas. You know, you're grabbing money from this loan agent here who just is about to close this house and he needs you to do a pre-inspection. You're doing a loan, you're doing an inspection for this closing, um, for this mortgage company who already had a closing, but they need you to go out there just to, you know, follow along, just to give them a report on the property. You have people who are looking to buy a home who may not go to a regular mortgage company who who look to hire a third party company, which is your company. And they'll reach out to you saying, Hey, I need a home inspection. When can you get out here? And then you have different various ways you could get yourself in the door because that thing leads to the next. So me being a real estate developer, being an investor, I meet so many people already. But when you're a home inspector, you meet the actual homeowners. You actually meet the actual um, sellers of the home because they're dealing with you directly and they need your paperwork in order to move on to the next level, which is whether it's giving someone, you know, um, overview of the house that they're buying or giving someone an overview of the house that you're selling, you know, this letting them know, hey, this is what needs to be done or this was already been fixed. And there's, it's a proof in the pudding, you know, that's what the inspection report is for. And when you meet these owners, you may meet someone who's willing to sell you the house, you know, who's willing to sell you the house, who's giving you the, um, the sauce that you may not run into when you're trying to look for a property online. And what do I mean by the sauce? This property may be worth 300000 but it's so many repairs that need to be done to this house. This person is willing to let it go for 100000 right? You could obviously make money in that deal either by buying it yourself because 10% is 10 grand of that hundred. Or you could tell yourself you could wholesale it to someone else and add 10 grand onto that 100 to make it 110,000. Now, you might be like, oh man, I don't know any home. I don't know any people who will buy the home. Okay, cool. You obviously are now thinking about how to grab this home because you're around these homes all day now. You get me? You're in that environment every day to say, I might as well get one. I need to get one now because you're going to run into sellers who have millions, who has tons of rental properties, and they're going to tell you, yeah, man, real estate was the best thing I ever did. And that's going to convince you one way or the other to put you into real estate because you're on the ground actually working. It's nothing to be afraid of because the only thing you have to worry about now on that side of the real estate is numbers. You get me? Once you solidify and master your craft of the inspection, you know, having an eye, having a thorough ear, you know, for looking for things, hearing things. And when I say hearing things, you probably could hear something in, a, in a, um, an event, you know, it's blowing and it's probably need duct work or, you know, the floors are creaking. It's, it's different things as an inspector and as an investor, you know, to look for. But things change when you get to the number side of things because that's just a different doubt. That's 
financials, you know, different type of ball game. But you will always find someone along your path when you're looking for the right answers. When I was first getting into real estate, I didn't know nothing. I didn't know what the NOI was. I didn't know what the LTV was. I didn't know what a rehab loan was. I didn't know nothing. I was just completely, um, you know, in just disregard of what was going on. You get me? And when you continually focus on your energy, on the things that you want to manifest and the things you want to create in your life, you will eventually find people and resources who online you. So home inspection is actually one of the best ways to actually get into real estate because one thing leads to the other. You get me? You may meet someone who has money in order to buy a property from you. Say, yeah, I'm just looking for more property. You can, you can meet another seller, you know, who's looking to sell. Now you connect those two. You know, I just wholesale the deal. You do those a few times. You have enough money to buy your own house. There you go. You have other times where people might just ask you to do another property for them while you're actually doing an inspection for their property. Hey, I have a friend here. He needs a property done. Can you knock out both today? You never know how people will actually pass your word and information along once you do good work. And I feel like a lot of people underestimate the power of reputation, the power of um, credibility, the power of networking, the power of seeing things for yourself, the power of actually being in the field. Because a lot of people, yes, you can network all day, but if you don't have the craft, you don't have, if you don't have the knowledge to back up the networking once you get there, it's pretty much like a bummer, you know, because you don't have any value. So you want to create your value first by them seeing exactly what do you do as a person. You're a home inspector. They already know where your value lay, lays at. You're really good at crafting the, um, the diagnostic diagnosis of the home. That's all an inspection does. They diagnose the home. Okay, this home is fucked up. You're going to go ahead and get it fixed. It's what you need to get fixed, particularly. You don't got to get this fixed because it's already kind of good, you know, all that other stuff. But all these little codes, you got to get it fixed. You get me? So when they give you this knowledge, you're looking at this person like, hmm, I could use this person for longevity a little bit. Let me go ahead and get them another job. But they're not, they probably not going to wax me that 600, probably going to do it for 300 now. I save money. X, Y, Z, so forth, so forth. You build relationships with these with these sellers, with these homeowners, with these contractors, with everybody who obviously is working in the real estate um, industry. And then you eventually build up your business and then you build up your life. So what I tell people all the time is don't focus on, you know, focus on the now. You know, don't focus too much on the future. You get me? Because if you focus too much on the future, you're going to scare yourself from even taking that first step. When I took that first step into buying real estate, I didn't really know what would I, I was going to expect. I just knew that God was going to direct me in the right path, you know, and I wasn't really trying to press myself into knowing all the answers. But the first step that I took was learning the craft, you know, and becoming a home inspector is very um, fairly simple. You know, you take a little few tests here and there, whatever state you, you're in or whatever city, it can make you a lot of money. You know, I like to work smart and hard, you guys. So if you're here listening to this podcast and you hate your job, and you hate, you know, just hate whatever you do, and you want to make bands a month. I'm talking about like five to 10000 a month. No bullshit. Passive income. You don't have to work that hard. Become a home inspector, you guys. And a lot of people might just look on Google, how much does a home inspector yearly salary makes? Don't believe that shit. You get me? They told me real estate developers didn't really make much until they fourth or fifth year. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say too much, but that's a lie. You get me? Real estate investors, oh, you're not going to really touch no money until you become in your 30s. That's a lie. There's always different ways to do it. If you guys see on social media, times are changing now. You know, people don't obviously go out there and do the same thing that was done 60 years ago. You know, go pass out CDs. No. What they do is now they put it on TikTok. You know, they let other people blow it up. That's the marketing that that goes on now. Digital marketing is no more is no more physical. And the same thing with home inspections. It's no more physical like 
actually having to pass out business cards. Once your name is actually in the vendors list, you're forever a part of mortgage companies and all that good stuff like as a third party they could hire. You get me? So you continuously be in the realm of real estate. A second person you can ask, um, you could be is a mobile notary. Um, they have different type of mobile notaries, but specifically you could be one that, you know, specializes in closing, closing, um, you know, docs. So when you have a closing mobile notary, mobile notary, they just walk you through the closing docs of the home. You get me, they come to you sometimes and you meet somewhere. If you can't go to the actual title place and sign just because you might be an out of state investor or you may not be in that same city as that house that you're closing. So they send the mobile notary to you directly to your footsteps, to your doorstep. And they will walk there. They will sit there and talk you through all the, you know, the verbiage and the interest rates and what you're expected to put down and all that good stuff. And they make only they make not only the commission from you because, you know, the title company charges you either 175, 200, whatever their fee is. But also they're doing this every hour of the day, every day. I had a, um, a mobile notary in Miami. Her name is Miss Betty. She probably made like three hundred dollars two hours from me and someone else, two hours. And all she has to do is go through the page and say, hey, listen, and it's the same criteria. She knows where the interest rate's at on the paper. She knows where you have to sign at. She knows what she has to explain to you. She knows how long she has to flip through them papers. She knows what questions to ask you to make sure you understand. She knows what you understand now is what you you forever need to understand. You know, if you have a 10% interest rate, I'm telling you this is what's on the paper. Hey, you acknowledge it. You don't have to go run back and tell everybody, hey, I'm paying a 10% interest rate. What interest rate am I paying? Because I already took care of it for you. You know, I walk you, I walked you through the whole process um, just because you weren't knowledgeable and now you're knowledgeable. Well, you have mobile notaries, title agencies, real estate lawyers, um, contractors. Everybody needs something notarized. You get me? And when you're a mobile notary, especially a loan docs closing one, you will forever be in business because not everybody's going to be able to show up to the closing table. Not everybody's going to be able to be there in physical person because when you have a mobile notary, they actually mail these items out back to the title company after you sign them. So let's say you sign in on Friday. You can't really drive up there and drop it off the title. Title will send a one-day shipping label to you. Your mobile notary will sit there, walk you through all the steps, tell you what to sign, all that good stuff. And sometimes, don't get me wrong, they may mess up a little bit. So you have to be all, you you know, you just got to, you know, double check, you know, what they say, you know, ask questions as well. But for the most part, they'll, they'll take care of you. And then they'll take care of the whole mailing problem, the whole mailing thing when after you've done the sign, you give them all your signatures, they mail it for you, and they go ahead and just take care of that portion for you. You're good to go. You don't got to worry about nothing else because you pay for that service. And... You run into people as well like that, investors, wholesalers, sellers, buyers, agents, contractors, realtors. You run into everybody as a mobile notary, and that's another way to get your foot into the door because you might ask the person, hey, you know, I met you a few times. What do you do for a living? They might be like, I'm a real estate investor. Okay, cool. Is it my, do you mind if I could learn a little bit? You know, I have some money saved up. And that's how you eventually start learning things. That's how eventually you start getting into the industry of doing things differently than other people. You can't go to school to be a real estate developer. You could go to school to be a contractor. But as a contractor, you're only learning things from building. You only learn things from rehabbing. You're not learning things from the numbers. You know, as a real estate investor and developer, I know I know things on both sides. I know what the inspection, the inspector does. I know what the contract is supposed to do. I know what the realtor is supposed to do. I know what the notary is supposed to do. I know my numbers as a person. So I kind of learned everybody's job. 
But the way you learn everybody's job is to actually be in the field. You have to actually ask questions. You have to be in a field that's very not much only demanding, but also is very highly sought after. So you don't have to think about mobile notaries as everybody applying to become a mobile notary. You have to think about how do you take advantage of it? Because a mobile notary is certified in Florida or whatever state you were certified in. So up and down that panhandle, you could be running up and down Florida, running that bag up. You get me? If you specifically want to work just in Orlando, you do it. Miami, just do it. Tampa, you just do it. Jacksonville, you just do it. Whatever you station at, you can run it up. And you're going to meet other people who are doing the same thing just like you. Like I said, once you align and focus yourself on your passions, on your power, you eventually meet people who are just aligned as you. So once again, I appreciate you guys for Roll the Balance podcast. I know this podcast was fairly short, only 16 minutes. But, you know, like I said, it was some gems for you guys this morning just to get you guys going um, going with the flow of thinking about what you really want to do if you want to get into real estate, if you still want to sit back and learn a little bit more. I'm a person who I always try to give you guys, you know, all seeds of my knowledge. If you guys don't do nothing with it, hey, it may help someone else um, out in the future. You know, if you guys do something with it, by all means, I hope the success finds you in anything and everything you do. So once again, I appreciate you guys for listening to Roll the Balance Podcast. It's been an amazing journey. You guys take care.